Okay. How about you actually come over for once when I invite you? Well, I don't want to anymore it. because you and your mom hate me. <laughs> That's all not the, true. You're lying about all the listeners hating me. I didn't say that. I said they take my side. No, they don't. Um, I just I can't recover. It's supposed to be a season of thankfulness, and I'm not thankful right now. <laughs> Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast, coming to you on tape delay from the Vista Paint Studios. We are in the Vista Paints pod studio. Yep. I was at Vista Paints today. Did you buy some paint? No, I worked there. <laughs> um, I got to spend some time after school with T-Bone. Right on. It was awesome. I'm stopping in there tomorrow morning. To see old uh, Chadwick and make a transaction. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to be. I'll be there tomorrow around noon and for the rest of the day. All right. So go before that. Yeah, I'm going about 1030 probably. I got to see T-Bone in his element tonight doing a little color match. Someone brought in a piece of plaster from a ceiling and he was matching that baby up. We need to make a YouTube video for them. A color match, like a just a day in the life and watch him do color matches and other stuff. I think it'd be fascinating. Watch Tony eat like a chicken gizzard. <laughs> and Chad eating like a pig liver. Those guys eat the parts of the animal that most people throw away. Chad said him and his brother used to fight over the chicken heart. I don't what is it. this? Man versus wild? I kinda, don't know. It's kind of like I, a liver king vibes or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this is why Chad looks like he's chiseled out of marble. True. Uh, yeah. I mean, you could just guess what I eat by looking at me. I actually eat pretty healthy now, but when I eat a banana... Six pounds straight to the hips. It's bull crap. I don't. I potassium. I kind of want to challenge the assertion that you eat healthy now. Seventy-five to eighty percent of the time, I eat healthy. I've actually lost some weight lately. I think it's the twenty to twenty-five percent of the time you don't, though, and because sometimes you'll tell stories like, "I had like two thousand calories left to use, so I just ate like an entire box of cinnamon toast crunch." And I'm like, <laughs> "Well, that doesn't. You can't do that." <laughs> They You're give not them, wrong. They give them to you. You don't want to go let them go to waste here. So. Yeah, that is true. That is true. I've stopped. Uh, so when I lost a bunch of weight, I never did the whole calorie count, carb count. I just ate. I just worked out a lot and ate mostly healthy. And I had this calorie counting app, and I said, I'm done with it. I hate it. It's dumb. I'm typing all this in. I know what it is anyway, and so I deleted it. So I'm not counting anymore. I'm just trying to eat healthy, lose some weight. My problem is is I lift like a madman. And so the bulking part of this is not helping me get skinnier. And if I'm not careful, I might end up looking like Marius Pujanowski. And I don't want that. <laughs> Mario but Pujanowski? Who's that? He's the world's strongest man. Legend from the 90s. Oh, I only know the guy's name like Nels Nelsonson. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys remember <laughs> like the old school like uh, ESPN2 look and watching the world's strongest man competitions on there? Man, that was great. It had like the orange ticker on the bottom and stuff. And I loved watching that. The Atlas balls. They'd pull the truck. 
What was some of the other stuff? Like, like keg toss? Yeah, moved kegs or yeah, yeah. keg toss. I loved going like, to my grandma's in Spirit Lake and watching World's Strongest Man back in the day. It was great. The truck one was always awesome. It's like, yeah. cow, how was he doing that? I did. Insane. Completely insane. There's a, If you go to Ying's in Storm Lake, that dude's always got World's Strongest Man on the TV because I think he's into that world. <laughs> it, it always is. It's Yeah. There, I, I got really into CrossFit. A little while ago, and by really into CrossFit, I mean I was into watching the CrossFit documentaries on Amazon. <laughs> I've never done CrossFit. Anyway, how gross is a warm toilet seat? Ooh, that's, that's a, not that's not good. Unless it's unless it's cold outside. That's true. I just feel like you don't. Yeah, you're going cheek to cheek with someone. Basically, you know, someone just got off of there, and now you're on there, and you might as well just pull your pants down and touch butts. That's gross. <laughs> I, it does feel like if the seat gets back to room temp, it's like it. It's like all the germs went with it and like forgot. <laughs> yeah. And it somehow like doesn't transfer if yeah. it gets back to room temp. Yeah. The, the Warrior up in Sioux City, I've stayed there a couple of times. Okay. And their toilet seats are so sophisticated. They like warm up for you. They what? know they know it's about to sit on. A hotel? Yeah. The Warrior. How does that happen? So is this like oh, your birthday party was yeah. there? Is this like a I, I bowled a good good couple yeah, games did. down there i was winning but i also i was drinking the least of anybody there so yes i think that's, that's what helped, that's what helped me out with the bowling i think <laughs> is this like uh like a special occasion place you go um yeah sure i mean so it's a birthday sounds, party they have a toilet seat like that i feel like it's expensive well it's, so the toilet seats these are the toilet seats that are in the hotel rooms and they like know when you're about to sit on them or something so they warm up quick is there a sensor that's attached to like Man. when you pass through the doorway of the bathroom, it just knows. I could be, or hey, when you pick the some cheeks top are coming. Up, I can get a warm up, maybe. It but, can warm um, up that fast. I, it warms up fast and bidet. Oh, bidets are amazing. Yeah, oh. they are weird at first. It's like nature's dude wipes. Yeah. Um. You don't. You just. Oh man. Do you guys so, remember in the so good. in the early nineties? Sometimes you would go to like an old person's house, and their toilet and they'd seat spray was you with the garden hose, and no. that was the original bidet. No. The toilet seat was squishy and like vinyl. Oh, the foam ones. Oh yeah, God. like foam yeah. vinyl covered toilet seats. Yucky. Yeah. Now <laughs> they are comfortable, but there's no way they're not a germ fest. Know, yeah. And then they would also pair that with the toilet seat cover that was like shag carpeting. Yeah. Not that, good. that matched the the bath mat on the floor and the little thing around the <sighs> toilet. My wife's grandparents had a carpeted bathroom. I was just going to bring that That's up. That's wild. Have you ever been in a carpeted bathroom? Yeah. That's disgusting. Those fibers are catching everything. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. This man eats his own foot skin, but that grosses him out. <laughs> what? That's a bridge too far. Have you never heard the foot skin story? Dude eats his own. <laughs> he ate. Okay. I'll tell the story because maybe yeah, we I have think, some I new listeners. going to eat it. Me and Adam are just watching a movie one night here. We're on opposite sides of his couch. He's got his socks off. He's been kind of picking at his foot. And I'm, I like glance over and the dude pulls a piece of skin off his foot. And puts it in his mouth and eats it. <laughs> and, I, yeah. and I go, whoa, why did you just do that? And he goes, well, it's better than throwing it on the ground. And I said, those aren't the only two options. Throw it in the garbage. Oh, and, he was, and then he just did his stupid little giggle and acted like it didn't matter. <laughs> you, are, you are like the gold member of feet. Like, yeah. Dead skin. And if you get the really big pieces, sometimes you like, a you like chew on them like a oh piece of gum. My God. No, I am so not a foot person. No, and this is <laughs> not oh, at all. This is too much. It's so gross. <laughs> that's that's, that's oh. the second grossest revelation on the pod. From no Adam. shame. 
The other one is just freely admitting he pees in every pool. Yeah. And then Wes was like, you're not coming to my pool anymore. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, a ton of people pee in pools. What? No, no, they don't. I no, think, they don't. I think have I, you I, have I, you ever been to like a pool at a hotel? Like it's just adult, nothing, but, it's nothing but pissing. Th- no one's getting out of the pool. Everyone's Dude, just in the pool. This is why I, you're, it's like you're just pools. taking a big piss bath with your no, friends. That is not normal. You guys are hanging out with the wrong people. <laughs> I, I have never hung out with a, I've never hung out with people who pee in pools. Unless they were toddlers. I know. And I, against my better judgment, got into a pool with you and played basketball at Wes's. <laughs> and now I probably have Adam pee on me somewhere. Would you rather have my pee on you or my foot skin on you? Those toilet seats are the only things that are getting warm there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. But you guys, is you actually told on yourselves when you're like, Everybody does it because all the whoa, listeners whoa, whoa, are going. I didn't say I did. All I'm the just listeners are going. Ever, no, 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 no. They don't. If you've ever been to a pool, like adult pool, I don't hang out at adult pools, like at like a resort. Well, yeah. No, first off, I don't make enough money to go to those things. Yeah, well, all and I, I cheap. am famous for hating public pools. I don't like public. Oh, pools. I'll jump right in that piss bath. No, not me. I'm no all about things. it. There's filters. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. Why do you think God invented chlorine? No. <laughs> Can you stop saying saying that so much? So, like when we were young, there was that rumor that uh, something was out there that would like put like a blue circle. That's a real thing. I saw it happen to a lady on like an Instagram reel. Are you serious? It, it was at like a resort pool, and she was by the swim up bar, <laughs> and she started Can like I can't tell she started looking. No, I'm being dead serious. She started looking around, and the the guy, one of the guys at the bar was like pointing, and she was like trying to distance herself from it, but it was so obvious it was her, and it was like following her. Yeah, I think we need more of that. We need to be sounds we like need a to European be, pool. We need to be publicly shaming the people who are doing this. Just think though, you're on vacation, you're hanging out with your friends, and if you're having a couple of drinks, do you really want to get out of the pool every forty yes. minutes? Are you a lake yes. peer? You pee in the lake? That's different. The seaweed <laughs> the seaweed takes care of it. No, I fertilizer for doing the it anyway. Yes. When I when I yeah, when I was a kid and we'd be out boating, they would put a life jacket on me and just dump me off the side of the pontoon oh. and then i'd say i'm done and they'd pick me up and we'd keep boating yep, best way to do there's it. there's something about ponds and lakes that it feels like the fish are processing it it's fine also i don't like open my mouth or like splash around in a lake in a pool more water kind of gets in your face because mm-hmm. you're doing all that stuff in a lake i'll be honest anymore at my age i just ride the boat i'm not even getting in the lake anymore oh i get it for sure i swim under the water with my eyes open in a pool just is what it is. You're getting all that pee in your eye. Yeah. It's a lot of ammonia in your eye. Yeah. That's why, I, my, that's why I don't sleep well, probably. You love pink eye. I don't even want to know. Like, if you put a black light in a pool, we'd probably all throw up. That'd be so <laughs> gross. Oh, man. That was a fun talk to have. All started because of warm toilet seats. I got a, uh, I got a thought here. While you look for your thought. Uh, got it. Okay. My mom has a comment for you, Adam. Oh. She listens to the pod. She said, get over the food. It's just food. Wow. My mom is like the opposite of a foodie. She's like, just eat so you don't die. But it doesn't matter if the food's that good. You can't see it, but I'm burning red inside right now. She's not interested in like going to restaurants and trying new things. My mom just like, just give me mashed potatoes and like a minute steak and it don't matter. And she said, tell Adam, get over the food. (laughs) It's just food. Never. That is 
not okay. We were. I was down at my mom's this weekend, and we watched a lot of diners, drives, and dives. Oh, di- one of the greatest mm-hmm. and dives. One of the greatest shows of all time. And there wasn't a single thing on like twelve straight episodes where my mom was like, "I would eat that." <laughs> my mom is so picky. <laughs> She's like, "I would not touch that." Well, just more reasons we can't trust your food takes over mine, Burke. I'm not my mom, but you got her blood in you. But my mom was like, "I said something like Adam would eat that," and my mom's like, "Tell Adam to get over the food." <laughs> and then I told That's her, upsetting. I, "I said." The funniest part about Adam and food is like he loves it so much is that the opinions on it are so bad. <laughs> That's such a lie. <laughs> hey, dude, 90 I've talked to like all of our listeners, like 98% of well, the people agree with me. That's not true because all me. of them text me agreeing with me. No, because they feel bad for you. Like they don't agree with you. <sighs> this will be Burkhart's last episode <laughs> on Backroads and Bonfire. Dude, like I'm serious. It's like, been a good run. Roughly 98% of the people have my back on all the food takes. Well, We'll just have to agree to disagree. I've got some piggybacking off. Okay. Because we've had this discussion in some of my classes recently, and it just boggles my mind. And it is the debate between Taco Bell and Taco John's. Oh, here we go. And I I know Adam's a foodie, so I want his opinion. What do you think is better? Taco Bell tacos are better. Everything else is better at Taco John's. So which one are you taking? If you have to get rid of one entirely. Taco John's all day. You're getting rid of it? No, I'm eating Taco oh, John's. Okay. Dude, their meat potato burritos, their breakfast, the Olays, their fish tacos, clutch. Fish? They have fish tacos. Dude, their grilled tacos. Why they're are you uh, eating fish tacos at a drive through well, restaurant. Well, I, I almost never get it, but I tried it before and it's okay. They're, what's that grilled uh, the grilled burrito? Oh my gosh, it's so good. Okay, I'm, I'm now on Burke's side. Are you Taco Bell? Yeah, for sure. I, Taco Bell's got better tacos. I have. Okay, so I'm going to weigh in on this. Growing up, it was all about six pack and a pound. Mm-hmm. I get that still. We didn't have a lot of Taco Bells around us, but then once I started, the Chalupa is something special. I just wish Taco Bell had a side. Like they don't have anything mm-hmm. like the Olay. The Olay sets right. Am I wrong about that? Like I think they have like fries of some sort or something. I know they they have these um, uh, rolled chicken tacos that they then fried the other day. Oh my god! I was all about I was all about the crunchy chicken potato burrito at Taco or at Taco John's, but then like a couple years ago they changed something. They changed how they made it, and it's just kind of lost its luster. I think I would go Taco Bell now, and that's surprising. I I, I love them both though. This is like when someone says Duke or UNC, and I'm like, honestly, I like them both. And they're like, you can't. And I'm like, I do. You do? I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I like them both. I like to see Duke and UNC both do well. I don't like either. Hmm. I'm a Hawkeye fan. But were you a big Leitner fan? <laughs> no, I wasn't cognizant of basketball <laughs> back then. More Jerky Park guy. Eh? <laughs> jerky Park. Jerky <What>? Park. <laughs> Uh, no, Hurley, Kyle Singler. Ooh, good team. Singler, Shire, Nolan Smith. Good team. John Shire. Uh, Zubats. Yeah, he was the center on that team. Was there a Lance was there Thomas. a Plumley on that team? Mm, freshman, I think. Miles. Okay. Yep. Are they twins? No. Oh, they're not. Two years apart. Oh wow. Miles and Mason. So I would probably buy a hair. Give it to Taco Bell. Pretty much all I get anymore when I go to the one in Cherokee is six pack and a pound. Those Olays are money. The, sometimes they put too much seasoning on it. They need to chill on that sometimes. There's something about the Taco John's meat where it's just like meat paste to me. It's almost like they're spreading it on oh, a yeah. shell. Like peanut that's why I, that's like, why I get the crunchy chicken potato burrito. That's why I like Taco, chicken Bell. Taco Bell's tacos Noted. are much better. The Chalupa. The fluffy Chalupa. 
that's where it's at. Fluffy yep. chalupa. You get the chalupa? I don't. I just get the tacos because they're so delicious. You got to get the chalupa. A lot of time in the Dorito shells. Those are oh. really good. I want to make, I've seen on TikTok, no less than 100 times people make a homemade, what's the thing where it's the crunchy tortilla inside the soft tortilla with the meat and all that? My wife makes that at what's home. What's that called? My wife, makes, my wife makes amazing crunchy. Dude, I've seen it made. I want to make it. It looks so easy. Okay. How about you actually come over for once when I invite you? Well, I don't want to anymore it. because you and your mom hate me. <laughs> That's all the, true. You're lying about all the listeners hating me. I didn't say that. I said they take my side. No, they don't. Um, I just I can't recover. It's supposed to be a season of thankfulness, and I'm not thankful right now. <laughs> but for real though, my wife makes amazing trap supremes. I, winter is a lot better time for me to come over for a meal. Okay, but if I invite you, are you going to say I can't come? I'm doing stuff. Well, with my if I already have my plans, friends, <laughs> if I already have plans, I can't just cancel them. He, you're going to have to. Pencil how, them in. How about early out. December? Because after this, I got a game week. Wasn't coming that a up. band? The early December. That was. I don't know. Early December. I let you know when I can come, and we do it. Just come over when I invite you. Okay. It's not that hard. Just don't do it on a Thursday night or a Tuesday night, or Wednesday, Friday, Monday, Saturday, <laughs> or Sunday morning. Sunday <laughs> nights don't work. Either. Saturday night. <laughs> um, okay, so this weekend, Adam sends me and Tommy trumpets. Love you, Tommy. Wish you were here, buddy. He's out in Omaha right now. Uh, he was in Kansas City for the game, and they're going off somewhere warm for vacation. Marco Island or something, he said. Oh. So I doubt they're bringing the kids. Is that? That's a husband and wife thing. Is that in Kansas? Marco Island? I think it's in southern mm. Missouri. Oh, okay. Oh, it's the Ozarks. <laughs> yeah. It's in the Ozarks. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> this weekend, Adam sends a video to me and Tommy Trumpets of him doing pass pro blocking drills in the parking lot while tailgating at a Hawkeye game and I'm watching it and I'm laughing and I'm thinking Adam you are a true football guy I love football Adam would rather this whole town get wiped out by a meteor than him give up a sack mm-hmm. yeah. you want to know what I did at that Iowa game almost every single play I just watched the O-line <laughs> I love it so much how is Iowa's O-line play? Iowa's O-line has gotten way better in the past few games mm-hmm. really it Mike you might not be able to see it with a lot of the stats but Light years better for real. Do they even have stats for linemen? Uh, Pro Football Focus will give them grades, but they're man, they are seriously getting a lot better. Don't you have to watch promising each, for next year? Don't you have to watch each play five times because you have to watch a different lineman each time <laughs> to give grades? <laughs> One thing they're doing great: picking up blitzes. They're bad at that beginning of the year. Doing a good job picking up blitzes. I suggested we film a series of YouTube videos of Adam using. Pass pro blocking drills for like his everyday life. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. I saw some of those videos. Oh man, I think there was a consensus among all the people that saw it on social media. Because didn't I post it? I posted. Yeah, on you posted media. it on Facebook. Everyone thought. <laughs> I love it. Everyone thought you were going to fall off the curb. Nope. Was there even a curb there? There was a curb. Oh, there was. I gracefully just stepped over it. Oh, okay. I'm like could, a ballerina. It was like an optical illusion. I'm like, is that sidewalk flush with the parking lot, or is there a curb there? No, there was a curb. A little six inch drop off, maybe. I don't know. Would have been super funny if he'd have, like fell in the parking lot. Gosh, I tell you what. Uh, on the walk to the game, Tom was rough on you though. I ran. That's all right. Tom's an idiot. On the way, uh, <laughs> Tom was like going Bud Kilmer on you. <laughs> on, the, on the walk to the game, some uh, some guy was like yelling "Go Hawks!" And right when he walked towards us, I hopped in front of him and I I did some pass pro. On <laughs> what, him. what did he say? Some random. He just laughed and goes "Go Hawks!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a true football guy. Um, This weekend on my drive back from Des Moines, I was listening to DMX. Whoa. (laughs) 
DMX. <laughs> so aggressive. And I thought, <laughs> I thought, is he the rapper you would least want to make a diss track about you? Like that guy would flame you. Rup Rider Anthem. What? Why did you do him as a Southern hillbilly? I don't know. <laughs> but what's he, he sound like? He just got a. He's got a raspy yeah. voice, but. He's the most aggressive rapper. I mean, he does bark at the beginning of some songs. And as I looked at the track list, there was like a little explicit E next to every single yep. song. And in Party Up, I was telling Tim this today DMX. at lunch. I can't do it. No, you can't. Dang at, it. At, uh, and the song Party Up, he goes in just Party flaming up. some guy. And I was like, man, is there a rapper you would least want to make a diss track about you than DMX? I mean... Uh Notorious B.I.G. was really good at him back in the day, getting back at people. But then it got a, him. Not as, as aggressive as then it got him DMX killed. is like angry. Yeah. Eminem. Eminem. Pretty, yeah. Eminem's yeah. got some anger to him. Oh, yeah. The, the rapper that I would most Ice want Cube? to make a diss track is probably Drake because he's so soft and mopey anyway. Yeah. Yendre. Maybe you Machine are Gun not Kelly, good at impersonations no. unless it's Morgan yeah. Freeman. I cannot impersonate black rappers. No, you cannot. That's how it goes. That's all my thoughts. Uh, you want to know? I have another sign of our country's decline. Saw a video the other oh, day. Oh, is this is this right wing Adam? Uh, maybe. Okay. Saw a video the other day of a guy in a shoot around hitting threes. Uh-huh. The guy wasn't giving him change. <laughs> it's a universal rule. When someone makes it, you give them change. For sure. So was this For like sure. a was the whole team out there? Like, yeah, the whole team like, was shooting, like and this guy keeps this guy keeps making it, and the guy the kid rebounds for him and goes out, shoots on his own. Kid has to go back in and get his own rebound. It's a universal Ooh. rule. Isn't you make it, it, you get change. That is it, crazy. Isn't talk. it kind of an? I never played organized That's basketball. A sign of decline. I never played basketball after sixth grade. So is it also an unwritten rule that if you're a guy who doesn't get minutes, you just stand under the hoop, rebound, and kick yeah, it back yeah. out? Yeah. Like you, yeah. kick it you out do not take a shot. Yeah, kick it until like play. The buzzer's going off for the for the half to start. Everybody's running over to the bench, and you get like one chance to jack yeah, one up. And then that's, you collect all the balls and go put them on the rack. That's right? the is that is that something that's explicitly said by a coach, or is it just an unspoken tradition handed down? I think that used to be more too. I don't know. Yeah. I've gone to some games recently, and uh, that's I, I feel like that's changed a little bit. It seems no, like kids nowadays kind of putting everything. yeah, they're all about themselves. Kids don't know the roles. They don't understand that they're. If you're a bench guy, your job is stand to the hoop, rebound it, and kick yeah. it back out. That's what I did for my first couple of years. And then when it was varsity time, the roles reversed. It's just the circle of life. Yeah. But let me tell you what. If you're not given change, you should go to jail. It's the rules. You hear I, me? I've never seen that. I've never seen that. I it, saw it and I almost threw my phone. I was so mad. <laughs> is it a Seinfeld thing where when somebody makes that gesture towards you? to throw him the ball is it the koosh ball they do that with in seinfeld <laughs> yes yeah, yeah it's where they're trying yeah, the little, yeah, that's yeah, it's the ball with all the little <laughs> tiny strings on it yep and he's like when somebody gives you no no no. is it king of queens i don't think it's i, oh, I don't it's think king it's of seinfeld king of queens it's king of queens yes. yeah and it's like similar in basketball you're like, in the gym and like, somebody goes hey man and they do that with their hands yeah if you don't pass it to them you're just like a huge jerk you're a jerk yeah <laughs> but also over there going Yep, come on. Hey, buddy. <laughs> it's also super annoying, though, if you're, like, in a groove shooting and somebody does that. You're like, come on, man. Like, have some feel. Like, recognize what's going on. Like, I'm in the middle of a streak right now. Yeah. Man, people. Come on. Um, I have a would you rather that we can hop into the meat. These historically have not been very tough. Would you rather? Adam well, once asked me. I would rather. Would you rather 
get CTE and maybe make five million or get a million dollars and just walk away. Yeah, I heard it. I heard this the other day. No, Burke's making it sound I mean, all that's dramatic. pretty obvious. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> it was five million dollars to gain. You have ten. You have five chances you to have, gain ten yards. You have five carries to get yeah, like ten yards for five million. Nobody in this room could get that. I think I could do it. This, you Give be, me a hole. If well, you get the, five carries to get ten yards in an NFL game. Nobody in this room is for doing five that. million dollars. The defense is too fast, and we are too slow. And I can't, I can't remember what it was. Adam, you would sure. be too winded after like one and a half attempts. Just give me behind Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey. I got this. I do not need to hear anything about another. So you Kelsey get, for the so rest you get the best life. line in the NFL. Yeah, we got this. We could do it. No, I feel like I might be CTE. short enough. I might be able to hide. Yep. Behind and you wouldn't get CTE. They make helmets good now. No, it's, there, it's there, just other there things. There is no helmet broke. that can prevent CTE. <laughs> All right. Would you rather, and I try to keep them clean. If I wanted to get dirty, they'd be really good. Uh, would you rather be forced to sing along or dance along to a song anytime you hear one for the rest of your life? No matter where you are, you have to either sing it or start dancing along anytime you hear is one. There a, is there a volume requirement to the singing or can I just kind of sing it under my breath? I mean, I imagine you'd have to be pretty vocal. So this is any time you hear any song? Yeah. No, it's, it's, or is it one specific song? No, just any song. Oh, okay. my God. So you're just walking through the wow. hall somewhere and you hear a song. You got to start singing. Talk it. about like ruining every song for your spouse for the rest. Like, <laughs> stop singing along. I just want to hear the artist. Or you just start dancing like Elaine from Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, the full body dry <laughs> heave. <laughs> Boy, what if you're is- in your car and all of a sudden the, you choose dance and all of a sudden it comes on? And- How loud yeah. do I have to sing? I mean, you probably have Do to. Do I have to belt it out? I if, just think, just, just, hey, baby, woo, like that. So pretty loud. <laughs> Adam, sing Because of You by Kelly Clarkson. Because of you, he always I'm goes in high. a <laughs> too far from the sidewalk. <laughs> he always goes That was high. really good. Because of you. I don't know the rest of the words. I got a little Kelly in me. You yeah. sing a little yeah. bit like Andy Bernard. From the office. Give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. Yeah, you really shrewded that. <laughs> I think I would probably choose the dancing. It's li- it's less annoying. Plus, my, my I would start strictly. I don't need to. I have already have a lady. I would strictly start listening to podcasts if I had to live in this reality. That's a good point. What about you, Tim? Big time Timmy Jim. I don't know. Picking? I've been thinking about this. It's, Are you a smooth operator over there? One. Do your hips lie or not lie? Um, you a good dancer? No. I don't think I've ever seen Tim dance. Yeah, you don't want to. I don't know. Well, if I ever get married again, you both will be invited to my wedding and we're going to dance. I mean, back in the day, you know, old Malarkey spot, college. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, boy. I'd go to Cut Malarkey's. Remember, go, remember teen night there when you were in high school? Yeah, I go? didn't go to that. Malarkey's had teen night? Teen night. How on, young? On like, like Wednesday 16? nights. I'd go there in the summer with friends when we were like 17. That was like Wednesday night maybe? Yeah. That Wednesday seems like night. a sketchy thing. Teen night. Did anything sketchy happen? Yeah. I figured. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I, I would have been the guy be like, uh, excuse me, bartender, what channels do you get with that massive satellite dish outside? <laughs> do you, can I get a Roy Rogers, please? Do you guys get, USA, ne- you guys get USA Network? I want to watch Sunday Night Heat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man when i was in college wednesday nights were nickel pitchers night Ooh. so i don't know that i don't know when they got rid of the team wait, wait, wait. a pitcher of beer for a nickel yeah 
That's insane. Well, what's more insane? How do they even make any money well, on that? You get hundreds of people, and then they start buying shots and mixed drinks. Oh, they, that's, they, the, they, that's the goal. They move on to that. Get a lot of people in there, get them drunk, and then they'll start buying liquor. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, it was only until like 10 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. so you had to like – it was like a shot, oh, it was once, like a shot once, clock. Once 10 o'clock hit, it was – yeah. That's when things went south. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That's when you grab all the pitchers and kind of just pour everything together. <laughs> I mean, it didn't matter because it didn't taste good anyways. Yep. So when I was from in, what I heard. Yeah. When I was in college, <laughs> I would visit my buddy Daniel at University of Iowa and we would go to Brothers Bar on a oh, Wednesday night. I've been. Because mm-hmm. they had ten cent wing nights and free pop. Because no one was there to drink pop. That sounds incredible. Except me and Daniel. <laughs> And the wings came out of this little window on the wall by the kitchen. So Daniel and I would show up early, grab two chairs, and go sit right by the window. So we were the first two people there. And we would just sit there and drink free pop and watch Sports Center until the wings came out. $3. You got 30 wings for 3 bucks. Holy cow. It was amazing. I don't and then, know why. That sounds like a great time. I think they would give you a cup of ranch for maybe 50 cents. That sounds perfect. Yeah, Wednesday Holy nights. Cow. All right, Tim. Dance or sing. Um, I'm dance all day. Calorie burn. I, I, was I love leaning. dance. That's a I was leaning because you're always singing. I think I'm leading dance. Yeah, I would probably get sing. on everybody's nerves. I would sing voluntarily while dancing. Double annoying. Yep, that's me, Captain Annoying. You're not annoying. Um, all right, boys. This is going to be excited. We are going to get into the meat. I will not do the mmm because food is stupid and not exciting. <clears throat> I'm going to get into the meat of the episode. We're going to do a fictional coaches draft. I knew there were some good coaches, boys. When I did some research, I forgot how many amazing fictional coaches there are. I didn't do any research, but that's because I feel like I think about this kind of stuff all the time anyway. I wrote down 24 We'll we'll draft five each. I just couldn't stop writing, though. There were so many. I wrote down 24. There's tons more, too. But uh, Do you think there's anybody you forgot? Oh, I'm sure. All right. um, Should we give Tim first draft? Yeah, Tim, it's been a while since you've been here, buddy. Why don't you go first? I'll go third. I'll go third. We'll go clockwise. Gentlemen. All right. Tim's going first. Okay. Um, I started watching this show on a flight to Hawaii. We had a lot of time to kill, wow. and I picked it up. They only gave me like the first two episodes, though, but I was hooked. Oh, it's a TV show. Yep. And that is Ted Lasso. Dude. I didn't know. I I mean, I didn't know all about it when I was getting into it, but I'm kind of like, hmm, oh, I've heard about trying this show. To get me into it. Is it worth it? Yeah. Okay. It's I, amazing. Yeah, it's great. I yeah, mean, he's. I, th- I think I was afraid to get into it because everybody's like, it's so good. He is. Um, Sudeikis is so good. Incredible. And. Coach wise, I mean, you're talking like a player's coach, you know, feels the feels. He's kind of like a, uh, like a Ned Flanders type, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Just really polite and good coach though too. Okay. Ted yeah. If, if players didn't like him, it was because they were annoyed by how nice and kind he was. Was Was Ted Lasso on your list? Yes, it was in my top ten. Okay. Ted Lasso is incredible. Okay. Absolutely incredible. I need to, I'll write that down after I make my pick. My first pick, number one, Mr. Gordon Bombay. That's not where you thought it was going. I had a feeling no, it was going there. Yeah, I Gordon. I love uh, – you're going to find something similar with my list. I love people that are a little edgy. I want to be coached hard. I want to be yelled at. 
if you spit in my face and maybe kick me because I did something bad, I won't be mad. It'll motivate me. Interesting. I'm not, I'm not gonna have my parents like I'm not gonna tell my parents. I'm gonna be like, yeah, coach smacked me across the face today. I loved it. Made me play better. R.I.P. Bobby I'm like, Knight. I know, right? I would have loved to play for Bobby Knight. <laughs> I would have loved every second of it. Um, Bobby Knight would have called you a dirty player. I know. <laughs> And I'd have been like, it's an honor, coach, to do it for you. <laughs> no, I, I'm laughing because that, yeah, I guess you'll find out. Gordon Bombay, my number one. My number one, Jack Riley, coach of the Hawks. <laughs> There's one I forgot. Yeah, because he's Jack a better coach. He's a better coach than Gordon Bombay. Man, uh, proven winner has won many district championships. Um, Would have won another one had Gordon Bombay not s- snaked his best player away from him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we wouldn't even remember the name of Gordon Bombay if it weren't for Adam Banks. And uh, Jack Riley is the kind of coach you said you wanted to play for. Yep. So I laughed and I chuckled when you said, I'm picking Gordon Bombay because I want to be coached hard when the hardest coach in that movie was Jack Riley on the, in the other. Yeah, but Gordon Bombay also had like could have fun. Riley just looks like he's always miserable. Riley's a winner. Pure that, and simple. That because Gordon how many, Bombay wasn't around. How many, ban- how many banners were up in the... Well, if Gordon Bombay knew how to hit the triple deke, he'd have another banner. <laughs> <laughs> One season, though, he coached against him. Gordon yeah. got him. Well, in the words of Jack Riley, Gordon Bombay wasn't a has-been. He's a never was. He did say that. And I will take Jack Riley's career over Gordon Bombay's. Jack day. Riley was like the Bobby Knight of PB hockey. Yeah. Jack Riley also doesn't endorse drinking and driving, and Gordon Bombay does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got You're back to back, by the way. Oh, okay. I got to go another one. Um, you want to talk about just an old school salt of the earth guy? Let me go, Lou Brown. Lou, um, what a classic! I like the way he handles prima donnas. Like Roger Dorn. <laughs> I like the way he handles bad boys like Rick Vaughn. I like the way he handles big egos like Willie Mays Hayes. And I like the way he handles veterans like Jake Taylor. I think he's got a deft touch in the clubhouse. And, uh, you know, I don't think anybody else could have guided the Indians to that pennant. I'll be honest with you. Dude, Lewis. Oh, man, he's so awesome. And if you need to uh, get a set of white walls, you can also talk to him about that. <laughs> He uh, was very grizzled. I like that. Yeah. That he, he just he knew what was going on, but I mean, he cared. But it was almost like voice like sixty grit sandpaper. Yeah. Yep, man, he was good. Prove him wrong. And I liked the way he stuck it to the owner. He wasn't afraid of her. This is a good guy. Did some motivating things too. Some interesting motivational. Yeah, <laughs> pulled it out and peed right on that contract. Yeah. Like I said, right he knew field. he knew how to handle prima donnas. Yep. Number two for me, legend. We'll coach you hard. Played who should play, did not play favorites, stood up to crappy parents, and even if it meant he got fired, he stood up for what was right, and that is Friday Night Lights, That's Eric the, Taylor. I knew you were taking him, because you're obsessed Eric, with Friday Night Lights. That guy is unbelievable. We've Eric never Taylor done a draft this where is, he hasn't wedged for at least one version of Friday Night Lights, if not dude, two. It's one so of the this is the TV show. Shows. He's from the show. Though, the show, right? yep. Yeah. One of the greatest TV shows of Never all seen time. one never episode seen of it. Man, it's no. good. So good. Gosh, I might, I, come around I might watch it. It is it is truly amazing. Eric Taylor's my guy. It's not too like into like the teeny stuff. Oh, not like, at all. Dating and blah blah blah. There's blah, definitely blah. stuff like that, but it's just a lot of older like older people and family and stuff like that too. You gotta remember okay. it's a lot of twenty four year olds playing high school kids. Yeah. yeah, it's not a big teeny opera show, but there is some of that. Okay, okay. Might give it highly a recommend if you guys haven't watched it, I mean super highly recommend it. Huh? That was my number two. Um, my second one, 
Um, kind of goes back to when we did uh, the fantasy. What, what, what draft was that? The um, quarterbacks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of my favorite football movies, uh, Any Given Sunday, Tony Amato. Yep. Tony D'Amato. Miami Sharks. Great, great speech giver. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two two time Pan- Pantheon Cup winner. And yeah. I, you know, even him kind of getting older at the at the end of uh that movie, you know, he was still picking up a new contract for uh was it New Mexico or someone like that? And he, he was taking Willie Beeman with him. He and, knew when to move on from Cap and, and move on to Willie Beeman. Yeah. yeah. That's Not always a, an easy decision. No, it's tough to it's tough to know when to move on from the franchise guy to the yeah. new guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got two in a row there, pal. Oh boy. I'm gonna go Norman Dale. Yep. Yeah, he's definitely in my top ten. I mean, kind of a good recruiter. Got got Jimmy back and um, did, led did, that underdog did team hit, to the did start. hit a kid. Well, at Ithaca College. Well, kid probably had it coming. Yeah, we. <laughs> okay. I mean, we don't know all the details of that. I mean, I'm telling you, coach me hard. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, do you guys know who Mark Titus is? Yeah. Yeah. He and he he's uh, a podcaster, yeah, former now. Ohio State guy. Yep. The other day, so when Bobby Knight, he's from Indiana, and uh, when Bobby Knight died, he did a podcast with his dad. And they just reminisced about Bobby Knight. Titus did a podcast with his own dad. His own dad, okay. yeah. His dad, huge like Indiana basketball guy. So he had his dad on. And his dad went to Indiana and was a team manager when Bob Knight was there and actually knew him and was roommates with some of the players and like heard like firsthand stories. He said a lot of them he can't share on the pod. <laughs> but they got talking about high school Indiana basketball back in the day, man. It would have been so fun to live in that era. And like, I mean, it's probably still crazy, but I feel like like back in the day when there was more small towns and probably less consolidation, like they were talking about Indiana basketball and it sounded insane. Indiana high school basketball. It'd be so fun to be in the thick of that. And so Hoosiers, there's probably so many teams out there like Hoosiers, little seven, eight man teams, but like Palmer, Iowa back in the day when they're winning all their state titles. Gosh. Anyway, just, it got me, that episode got me hyped up thinking about that stuff. I get nostalgic for those days. By, by the way, my dad told me when he was in high school, Elta and Aurelia was such a massive rivalry. They had to play where BB is, where BB plays, because mm-hmm. the high, high school gyms wouldn't hold it. Really? It was like must see. T- like people would come from like an hour away for the Elta versus Aurelia, and like Elta versus like Albert City games and stuff. I remember going to an Elta Aurelia game here in Alta when I was in high school, and it was kind of crazy. I wish I could experience. Oh, it was at the old. It was at the old gym. Yeah, the barn. I mean, it was packed. Do we have any regular season games that are like that anymore? No, it's not like it used to be. Is it because people have so many other options for entertainment? Whereas like back then it was like, well, if I don't go, I'll be the one person in town that didn't go. And there's no cell phone. So like, I'll just like not have anybody to talk to. So I'm always, it was like a social event. I think that's part of it. But also with cons- that was there was just more people back then. And it was a big deal. And I think consolidation has taken away a lot of that with travel and stuff. Like if you have to go to an hour and a half to a game now instead of 20 minutes. I don't, That's a good point. I don't think rivalries are what they used to be also no. because, and this is this might be boomer talk, but social media. Because. They're all kind of friends now. When, you're right. When we were in high school, I mean, we knew who people were on other teams, but we didn't like them. Well, I didn't know them. 
like I knew maybe their name, but I didn't know right. them as people. Right. But now on social media, it's like everyone's buddy buddy because everybody follows each other. And they all play other on like a like, travel team or yeah. a, a fall ball team together. So yeah. it's hard to like build rivalries when you're friend friendly with mm-hmm. everyone you play. And it was like your town versus their town. I was literally not friends with a single person from like Newell or Aurelia until college, except for Aaron Hankwadai because he would hang out with us because of Tom. Mm. Only like we all hated each other mm. for no reason other than we were just sports rivals. You <laughs> hated Chad Buckholtz. I wasn't. We weren't friends. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to pull his curly hair out on that court. <laughs> <laughs> the class above him, we ruined their senior night. Beat them at Newell on their senior night, and they all pouted. And I loved every second of it. <laughs> It's always good getting hey, winning. Do Newell. not cost us our sponsor. I, I'm sorry. That was the game where I throat slashed the Newell section. Oh my Ooh. gosh! <laughs> How'd that, they take that? Oh, it was bad. There was like <laughs> cops separating people on the court. It was bad. Adam is the AJ Przinsky <laughs> of like high school sports. <laughs> I incited a riot. <laughs> he was the guy that like you want him on your team, but you absolutely hate him on the other team. Did your uh, coach ever have to rein you in? Did you, uh, do you ever remember being talked to like, Adam, do you got to idle it back a cog? You can't no, keep doing this. No, because I think secretly he liked that. He had a tough guy on his team. Who, who was your coach at the time? Larry McNutt. Lou was Larry? Yeah. That's Marvin's dad. <laughs> yeah. uh, no. It's a stunning resemblance. <laughs> stunning resemblance. Have you ever seen Larry? Uh, no. Nope, Marvin's, I, not I Marvin's dad. I haven't seen Larry. No. Oh, good times, man. That was fun. So all that was off him picking Normandale? Yeah. <laughs> They don't right. <laughs> My number three. <laughs> Did you write like little things about yeah, it? Yeah, well, nice. I'm not like you guys. You guys remember this crap. I uh, have to go back and do a little research and there is refresh someone, myself. There's someone that I think Burks really wants, and I kind of want to take him, but I'm not going to. I doubt you're thinking of the same person. But I'm my number three is another one of those guys who's no guff, no BS. If you whine and cry, he's just he's not going to feel bad for you. And he's such a good teacher if you just let him teach you and give in. And that is none other than Harry Hogue, mm-hmm. the coach mm-hmm. from Days of Thunder. That, he, he's not a coach. He coaches him he's how to drive. He's a crew leader. He, he coaches him how to drive. He's a manager. That's a coach. No, sorry. Not a coach. No, I you always do this, Burke. He's not a coach. This Nobody's, guy's a, nobody says, this like, guy. this is my NASCAR coach. All right. Well, he's my number three, but I won't do it. Sorry. Then my number three is Bill Haywood, 12-year-old manager of the Minnesota Twins. <laughs> oh, Billy Haywood. That guy knows analytics like the back of his hand. He wouldn't back down to people that were, what, three times his size, 20 years older than him. I mean, a true phenom. You want to have a phenom and a prodigy as your coach. Just imagine how good he was going to get as he got older and more mature and stood and understood the game even better. Give me Bill Haywood all day long. It's not a bad pick. It's not a bad not pick. A bad pick. Mm-hmm. Harry Hoagie is my real number three, though. That's He's not a coach. <laughs> he's a teacher. I mean, what are coaches? He's a pit crew. Essentially. He's, he leads a pit crew. <sighs> I just don't I don't think he's a coach. Well, it's the world according to Ryan, isn't it? I, <laughs> 88% of listeners agree with me. <laughs> is this my third pick? Did uh, you do a Google form that I didn't know about? Did yeah, I miss it? You got three and four coming up. I got so many different places to go. Okay. I'm going to go with somebody who sees the potential in others that everybody else misses. They see a diamond in the rough. I also think they're a master of the mental game. 
master of the mental game. And they actually were great as a player. So they themselves know what it takes to get to the top. And that's, Miyagi. that's Chubbs Peterson. Chubbs. Mm-hmm. Nobody else could have gotten out of Happy Gilmore the level of performance that Chubbs Peterson did. Chubbs is a legend. Absolute legend. With one hand. With one hand. Incredible. One hand. Yeah. And I, I think he helped Happy Gilmore go to his happy place. And and really, that's where I think he mastered the mental game. And like I said, no one else would have seen Happy Gilmore in the batting cages and thought, I can turn that guy into a world-class golfer. It's probably one of the greatest like recruiting, seeing someone, diamond in the rough stories that's probably ever existed in sports history. Yep. Truly. So let's see. I've got a hockey coach. I've got a baseball manager. And I've got golf. a golf coach. That means the next thing I need to go to for is a basketball coach. And that's Mr. Mark Cooper. <laughs> From hanging with Mr. Cooper? Yes. Wow. Mark, so many other basketball coaches show done. Yeah, Mark Cooper was able to coach a talent like Omar Gooding. <laughs> also, super funny coach. Uh, the way he put up with that neighbor kid, Mark Cooper is awesome. <laughs> I want to play for Mark Cooper, hands down. He was a good dude. He was really cool back in the day. I yes. mean, yep. when you were younger, it's like, oh my god. And he was just cool. like the like a perfect high school coach because he was also your PE teacher. Yeah. Uh, I remember, he, didn't he was a PE teacher in that show? Yes, PE I think so. Teacher. He was always wearing windbreaker pants and yeah. a polo. I remember, which was the style. At the remember time. when he would he would do the LL Cool J too? He would pull the. The sweatpant. The up. one. Oh, did he? Yeah, he would do that for a while. I The dynamic between him and the neighbor kid was so funny. I love that dude. Mr. Cooper, there's my number four pick. All right. All right. Mine, uh, my fourth pick is a man who uh, wasn't afraid to throw something at you if you were making him mad, and he learned how to take a bunch of nobody misfits and turn them into a dodgeball powerhouse, and that's Mr. Patches O'Houlihan. Patches O'Houlihan. <laughs> yes. Patches, great guy. He died though, right? Um, tragically, yeah, yeah. I thought did so. something fall on him? Something yeah, fell on him. At, I think at, so. At, 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 at like the casino. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Was, was it, it was a big the sign or something? Like something. That? Like oh that. yes, because all of a sudden you just like look up. Yeah. And see the ah, poor guy. He was just wheeling along, and boom. His friends called him lucky. <laughs> <laughs> if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Like that's, I tell you, that's my kind of coach. Throw a wrench at me if that's what I need. I just want to get better. Uh, Tim, you have your final two picks. Choose wisely. I'm going to take a man of many roles. He was an owner, coach, player, big marketer, announcer, Jackie Moon. That's who I thought Jackie! was coming. I thought Jackie Moon was going to make it. Jackie Moon. I mean, oh, just yeah. such a classic movie. movie. It's so good. Um, I really, watching that movie, you felt like he had it together the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> like he knew what he was doing. You know, he was going to pull it totally off. Totally stable. Yeah. Uh, is he, he, he invented or he coined the alley-oop, right? Yeah. 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 I don't, it wasn't a part of it, but I think he coined the phrase alley-oop. alley-oop. <clears throat> Man, Jackie, what a dude. What a marketer too. I mean. At the end, I think he gets a job. I've only seen that movie yep. once. NBA, and I think but... I own it. It's a great movie. He's in the uh, he's in the ring with the bear, mm-hmm. trying to trying to get people to come. Because it's a uh, great idea. Why not have a yeah. bear? You know. Oh man, 
That was a great pick. What's your fifth one, pal? Hayden Fox. Mm, you got to be kidding me. Um, you got to be kidding me. That was my fifth pick. <laughs> that was going to be my next pick. Oh, I thought I could get him by you for one more. Us Wait, so you guys are admitting right now that I win this one too? Is that, the, <clears throat> is that what we're admitting? Like, can you guys be honest with me? If I'd have taken Hayden Fox last round, would Mark Cooper still be there for me? Well, yeah, I didn't even oh, have yeah. him on my no, list. Oh, God dang it. I hate when I do that. I didn't yeah. even have him on my list. I do that all the time. I think I need to take someone early and then I miss out on somebody. Yeah. Gosh, Hayden. Wow. Yeah, I, I used to love that. Fry. Yeah. Yeah, because a writer, creator guy was from, from Iowa. Yep. And uh, I watched that show when Man. I was younger. My dad, parents watched it. So, I so was good. I watched it all the time. Quite a bit of it. And it was great. I mean, with Dauber and Luther. Luther, yep. Just awesome assistant coaches. Dauber was, was awesome. Gosh. So good. Dauber. <laughs> okay, coach. <laughs> I love the way he talked. <laughs> All right, I'll go coach the D-line today. Oh, man. Um, All right, my final pick. I'm going I'm going with uh, with Pete Bell. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Mm-hmm. Where's that? Who, wait, is that Blue, 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 Chips? Blue, Blue Chips? Blue Chips. What a great movie. That's oh one gosh. of my favorite basketball movies. Same. So good. It's just, uh, it's so true. It was, I mean, it exposed a lot of the crap that was going on back in the day. Mm-hmm. And then you got Penny Hardaway, Shaq, Chris Mullins. I mean. That was a movie that basically Shaq, Shaq saw Penny play and was like, we need that dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Shaq, the... or because Penny was. Done at Memphis and going into the draft, yep. right? And they did the and he told Orlando we gotta have him. Yep. Then they drafted yeah. Chris Weber and made the trade. Yep. Boom. And oh man, what could have been? Penny's injuries. Shaq if he sticks around. Oh man. He made a better move. Gosh, I oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I loved Sundays. I swear, every Sunday after church, when I'd go home for NBA on NBC, it was always it was always Magic Bulls. And Magic Knicks, Knicks, when the Knicks had Starks and Allen Houston in them. Yep. And then after that, you could catch like a like a Kings Spurs or a Spurs uh, Trailblazers when they had mm-hmm. the, the Jailblazer team. Sundays was the best, man. Houston NBA was NBC. good at that time. Oh, yeah. Drexler yeah. and Barkley and Olajuwon. Those and Barkley was trying to get a ring still when he went to Houston, man. That was a good time. Yeah. That was a good time for sports. Bob Costas called Legendary. Well, Round Ball Rock by John Tesh. What a oh, song. So good. Marv Albert on the call. Marv <sighs> Albert and that was Bill pre, Walton. That was pre-pantyhose days, right, for Marv? I think so. <laughs> Didn't he bite somebody? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> was it Marv Albert and Bill Walton that would do those games together? I think it was. Bill Walton. Boy, now look at Bill Walton. Dude, the NBC, the NBA on NBC, like, playoff broadcasts. Incredible. Un- unreal. So good. When you see those old like I actually like definition videos of it, it's I actually cared enough as a kid to like mark off time on my calendar to sit down and watch those games live because I don't know, it was just a better brand of basketball too. Oh, Oh, the Sonics way better. Yeah, well, Sonics. Yeah, that Sonics. They weren't that good though, were they? What? Shut up. (laughs) Yeah, they were. I'll couple fight lucky, everybody in this studio. Years. Years. I yeah. will fight everybody in the studio right now. They really didn't get good until they got Def Left Shrimp. Yeah. yeah. Well, that left was on that team. <laughs> Sean Kemp was the best player in the 95-96 finals. Sorry. Not sorry. Sean Kemp was the best player in that finals. Jordan was the second best player. Um, NBA on NBC was glorious. It was a better product back then because there was mid-range jumpers and like 
defense and uh, I don't know. There wasn't as many teams because, frankly, I, there's too many teams now. And someone will say they're making a profit. I agree, but there's not enough teams for enough for like all the good players to be on. There yeah. isn't good players on every team. Pacers mm-hmm. Hawks today they they got they finished like an hour ago. Guess the score. 135 to 128. 155 to 152. That is no third, overtime. No overtime. Third oh NBA game this season what? where a team has got 150. Why? In, in regulation. Why doesn't the league play defense? I get anymore? it that there's way better shooters and stuff now than there used to be. Obviously, offense is better. By the way, another team I remembered the Heat, Alonzo Morning, mm. Tim Hardaway. Then Dan Marley got traded to him. Who's Mashburn? Who was the other Eddie white? There's a, oh man, who, those who Heat is, teams were. Fun oh, was to it watch. Ronnie Seekley? Ronnie Seekley. Yeah, Seekley. Yep. He yep. was on that team. Yep. Golly, '90s NBA yeah. was oh, was, it was, was so fun. Good. It was so fun. Once playoffs rolled around, oh, especially it. it was loved it so much. Anyway, you have a fifth coach, Danny O'Shea, coach of the Giants. I was going to pick him with like my third because I know um, you'd want him. He's a football genius. He wins a huge game with far less talent and an injured Junior Floyd. Um, the way he utilizes the dorky kid, finds a place for everybody to contribute. The dorky kid's dreaming up the annexation of Puerto Rico play. Gives a great halftime <laughs> speech. They were down big at halftime. Yep. Um, I think Danny O'Shea is severely underrated. We yes. don't see that what happens after that game. Because they go on to combine the teams for the season, but I'm guessing Danny O'Shea is offensive coordinator. Probably takes them to the championship. Plus, can you think of any other coach out there who's going to support a kid wanting to be wrapped in bubble wrap? He's the only one. How about this too? A visionary in terms of seeing the potential of girls playing football. You know, Kevin O'Shea, his brother, couldn't even couldn't even stomach the idea of Becky playing. Danny realizes she's actually the best player in this whole town mm-hmm. and utilizes Ice her. Box. Yep. Honestly, I thought Ken Carter would get taken. He did. I, I thought for sure you'd take Ken Carter. He was on my list. I tried to watch that movie once. Isn't Channing Tatum in that movie? Yes. It is. Oh. It is unwatchable. He's like, bad. That movie is unwatchable. I liked it. I couldn't get through the first five minutes because the basketball scenes and the way that the kids talk is so cornball and not real. I couldn't do it. It's not one of Channing Tatum's better roles. No, they're in the locker room like, no, you're whack. <laughs> um, Morris Buttermaker. Wait, wait, who's he? What's Bad News Bears. Oh, that's right. Uh, Irv Blitzer. Cool Runnings. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Mickey Goldmill. Mr. Uh, Come on, Rock, you got it. Oh, Rocky's guy. That's got me, Mickey. Got me. Jimmy McGinty from The Replacements. What about um, Coach Klein, Waterboy? Did you say Yeah, that? yeah, Waterboy. Waterboy. Uh, Coach Finstock from Teen Wolf. Yep. Uh, you got some honorable mentions. Say, what about uh, Harry, Harry Hogue from Days of Thunder? I was going to mention that one. Son of a <laughs> If we would have had another round, I probably would have picked it. If, if we're doing, like, all-time greatest pit crew leaders, I would go with him. He's a coach. Take it to my grave. So he coached you, him on how to drive. I just talked to the listeners, and they take my he side. He coached him on how to drive. Miyagi, I'm canceling this podcast. Mr. Miyagi? I mean, would Miyagi, you be, is he a coach? Yeah, he's more of a sensei. Oh, like no, a, he was on, like he was, a mentor? He's more of, like, what Splinter is to the turf. He was on every single list like of coaches I looked at. Um, did you say Jimmy Dugan? I have Jimmy Dugan list. did not get said. But no one said him. He's a class. I've never seen that movie. 
What? Never seen it. What? Oh, that's right. You have League of it. Their Own. Never seen Super it. Super good. Um, is there, this one of those movies where people tell you you got to see it, and so many people tell you you just refuse? No, to I've see always it. wanted to see it. I just for some reason never. Uh, it's probably because I don't like women. I'm just kidding. Hmm. <laughs> just lost a bunch of listeners there. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, chef from South Park coaches the boys. <laughs> And they do get blown out, but they cover the spread. What about uh, Bud Kilmer did not get said? Nope. So many more. He's, what, do you get some more over too there? He's much of a jerk, I think. He did. Yeah. How many state championships, though? If he ain't cheating, he ain't trying. A couple state championships, a lot of district championships. Hey, my boys are too much trouble for you. <laughs> uh, I got Whitey Durham, who's um, the basketball coach from One Tree Hill. Oh. He is a legend. He was um, in my top ten. Never watched Was it. there? I'm trying to think of TV show coaches. Was there a um, Reggie Theus <laughs> hang time? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a fan favorite of this. Oh yeah, this Love show. It. What about? Uh, I never. I didn't think of the coach from uh, Necessary Roughness or the program. I have the program written down. It's a Sam Winters. That surprised you didn't take the program. Yeah. It's my favorite football movie of all time. I was also trying to think. De- of Deputy TV Dog ones. and uh, the British lady from uh, Big Green. <laughs> Was, uh, would you would you put Lance Brick. would you put Lance Harbor in the category of greatest coach? He did coach, but nah. What about the coach from Days and Confused? Brick. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Who tried Brickma? to get his boys to sign the pledge? Rookie of the year, Brickma. Bro, and then is he the uh, pitching coach? Yeah, he's or is he the, the guy that's always like he's the pitching coach? Hot ice. And then you get the the head coach, the the manager that's always like Rick and Bottom. Yep. And then uh, um, who's the coach? Gardner Hoser. Uh, Bull Durham. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Yeah, lollygagging yeah. in and out of the dugout. Yeah, yeah lollygagged him first. <laughs> and then his assistant coach was hilarious. What does that I make love you? that guy. Lollygaggers. How, what's our record? Eight and 16. How the heck did we ever win eight? It's a miracle. <laughs> uh, and last one I have on my list, I didn't say George Knox, Angels in the Outfield. I have not seen that movie in a Played very, by Danny very long time. There's hey, another raspy baseball coach. Danny Glover. That's anyway. not a good Danny Glover. I did, I did not have this on my list, but um, you ever seen – is it Eddie? Is the movie actually oh, yeah, Eddie yeah. with Whoopi Goldberg? I was pretty yeah. decent back in the day because it had a lot of like NBA stars in it. Yep, it did. <gasps> the Sixth Man. Oh, Who was the coach in that? I don't know. I just remember that. Was there a coach in Space Jam? Was I think Jordan was player coach. In Space Jam? Yeah. All right. What about um, – who's the assistant coach in Hoosiers? Oh, the drunk guy? Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. his name? It's, a, um, it's something like Scout or something. You know what I mean? It's not It's not a, a real name. Shooter. Shooter. Yeah. Because he runs the old picket fence. Yeah. Or the, is, it the, is it called the picket fence or the swinging gate? Swinging gate's more football, right? Yeah, but he has. Picket pick fence. Picket fence. That yeah. sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Don't get caught watching the paint dry, boys. Yeah. And speaking of picket fence, how about our new sponsor, Picket Fence Creamery? <laughs> That'd be an awesome sponsor. That would be. They're so good. I'm just kidding. They're not. But they're awesome. You should and go check them out. You should eat their products and drink their milk. Man, boys, that was fun. So can many good imagine, coaches. Can you imagine putting a coat of Vista Paints uh, latex interior um, wall paint on while drinking a picket fence chocolate milk? That'd be that'd sounds be like a, a top 10 day. That'd be a Saturday. Right there. Yeah. Okay. And by the way, if you go to Vista Paints and use code BACKROADS, they'll give you 10% off. That's right. BACKROADS and Bonfires. You mentioned the pot in there. You get 10% off your yep. order. And I can't think of a better time to redo your rooms than winter. And right before Christmas, when you're going to have family over, put that accent wall on the living room. Freshen yeah. up. 
get the fingerprints off the wall, fix all the little dings on the corners. I think this is something I want to do. Just paint my wall per per season every year. Just start doing it. Ten years from now, I got forty coats of paint on there. I, I wasn't afraid to be in my basement at all. I was always down there playing sports, Nerf hoop, going nuts, kicking a f- Nerf football off our brick wall in the basement and trying to catch it before it hit the ground. I felt like I was always in the basement because like I, we were just tearing it up down there. Yeah, there was a back room in our basement. My parents' basement still unfinished, concrete floor. Uh, there was a back room where my dad had a bunch of stuff and it was super dark. And I always thought unfinished basement. There's absolutely 100% a murderer back there. And if I go back there, he's going to grab me and kill me. Unfinished farm basements are spooky. Yeah. That's what we have still. I, I remember as a kid, I lived for like Monday night football lived for it. And if the Broncos were playing, it was like even better, but I can remember like dinner's over Monday night football is going to start taking my football downstairs, working up a sweat just running around. We had a lot of bean bags, like diving in bean bags, or I would set the bean bags up like they were linemen and try to run between them and dive in and throw through a lot of passes to myself. Pretty high completion rate too. Oh, mm-hmm. that's what my I did pass, all the time. It my basement passer rating was like 158 as an average, which is insane. Um, but then like working up a sweat and then going upstairs and getting a can of Mountain Dew. Oh yeah. And my mom yelling down like, get ready for bed. And you're like, it's the fourth quarter. <laughs> well, as soon as it's over, I had to beg my parents to let me stay up for Monday Night to Football. To finish Monday Night Football. And for some reason, I always remember it was like always the Packers with Antonio Freeman. Yeah, and Favre and, and Antonio Freeman. Like the Packers were always on Monday Night Football, it felt like. I remember a lot of Broncos Raiders and Broncos Chiefs. Yeah, oh, with uh, um, who's the psycho linebacker? Romanowski. 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 Yeah, Bill Romanowski. Yeah. You, know, what, you know what I do remember my mom saying a lot to me was, next commercial, brush your teeth, get your pajamas on. <laughs> And then you can lay on the couch and watch the end of it and then go to bed when it's over. Yeah. So like next commercial, you're brushing teeth, getting your jammies on. Then you go run back and lay on the couch and watch the rest of it. I would give anything to go back to one of those nights. Yeah. Speaking of football quick, uh, I want to shout you out, Tim. Your freaking team is tied with mine for first in the second in the AFC. Or no, first in the AFC. Freaking Browns are seven and three. The Browns are seven and three. Yeah. Chiefs are seven. Is Deshaun Watson playing good? He's done um, for the he's year. He's done. Yeah. Injured. Oh, that's right. Chiefs are seven and three. Was because it like, was it a massage injury or what was it? Oh boy, deep massage, <laughs> dude. Can I complain about my fantasy team for like ten seconds? Yeah, started out like four and one <laughs> in first place. I'm now five and six. Sucks. This this happens to me every year. Once the bye weeks start coming, I can't keep up on the waiver wire, and I start losing. I feel like I draft well. If all my guys played every week, I would beat you. But I can't manage the bye weeks. Let me help you out next year. It's good coach talk. It was. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I have a 90s quick hitter. Okay. Should we do this quick? Yep. Um, we were kind of talking about it earlier. Um, when you were talking about dives and throwing to yourself, I how hype was getting new sports gear as a kid. Mm. For me specifically, the first pair of shoulder pad football pads I got, legendary. Were they real shoulder pads or, or the Hutch ones? I, oh, I don't know. Remember Hutch was like, they sold the helmets and the shoulder pads where they said, like, not for actual yeah. use. You'd get it from, like, oh, a yeah. JCPenney catalog. It was those. Yeah, that's what I had, too. Yeah, but I was so excited. I remember I had a purple, like, fishnet jersey I was so excited to wear over them. And then the all, Vikings jersey? And then all of a sudden, like, you're throwing to yourself in the yard, dives and stuff. Dives don't hurt anymore because you got your pads Did on. Did you have a helmet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uniform. Yeah. Gosh, I just get a new glove, get a new bat. The pads specifically were just what set it over the top for me. It's amazing to me how often I played sports by myself. That's all I did. Use my imagination to like 
threw footballs to mm-hmm. myself, mm-hmm. Um, played against imaginary defenses in the driveway for basketball. Oh, yeah. And then, like, threw the ball up to myself and hit it. You even all had the brothers time. that yeah. did that. My older brothers didn't. Like, my middle brother and I played a lot of. We invented a lot of downstairs sports we'd play against each other. We played this game in our basement, me and my middle brother. It was We called it downstairs baseball. We made a duct tape ball that's about this big. Think about slightly smaller than a ping pong ball. Yep. And then we pulled a piece of insulation off a water pipe in our basement that had just enough um, rigidness that you could swing it like a bat. And we would we had pillows laid out for bases, and we'd move this couch so that it formed like our home run wall. And then it had to go above a certain stair on the stairwell. And then we had a sewage pipe that ran down the right side of the, the right side wall. And that was a perfect foul pole. You could catch it when it ricocheted off walls. We freaking love that game. And then as adults, we're like, how did we ever hit this? This is insane. Did you guys ever create like downstairs sports like that? No, I was always outside. I did do one-on-one versus myself in basketball. A lot. My favorite thing to do with football in the yard. Yeah, because you're an only child, so you had nobody to play with. <laughs> was where our driveway it would meet the front yard where the grass. So the driveway was the back of the end zone, and so I'd throw balls to me and try to reach out and catch them while keep Chris, my, Chris Carter style. Well, yeah, while keep my two feet in the grass so I wouldn't go out of bounds. Oh, I love doing. That. I just throw my throw myself footballs all day long. Did you do best. stuff like that, Tim, um, or did you have brothers? No, yeah. I mean, I had two brothers, one older, one younger, and we had a baseball diamond less than a block from our house and a basketball court less than a block from our house but did some of that stuff uh we had a basketball hoop in our front yard so played a lot of basketball you know always going through tons of basketballs like oh yeah probably needed a new Non-stop. basketball did you ever have the, the basketball from pizza hut or hardy's that oh, had yeah. like the big eight conference yeah. logos yeah. on it or the big yeah. Ten logo i heard you talking about it on a recent podcast i'm like oh my gosh I, it was yeah. the best yeah, it was awesome. And then Gosh, when I got bored with basketball, sometimes I'd take a football and try to check it up and towards a hoop and bank it in. And I lived for garage hockey. Ooh, I would roll. That? I would rollerblade in the garage, and I set up like a little crate, and I had a tennis ball and an actual hockey stick, and I just rollerblade around the garage. Were you pretending to be like Fulton? Oh yeah, I was Mighty Ducks all day. <laughs> I did that a little bit with the. Uh, yeah, with the skates and oh, so much fun. What really peed me off is when I couldn't get the knuckle puck to stay up. Oh, I know. So you just spend oh. minutes trying to get this. I thing remember to... going to Sportsman's in Storm Lake and getting an actual puck. Gosh, Ooh, I got great. a puck at a Des Moines Bucks game and thought it was, it was the great. greatest thing ever. Oh, because it was so rare. Like we didn't have pucks. It flew into the crowd and then you could try to grab it. Fantastic. Uh, on my Space Jam hoop, my brother and I would play first to two hundred by ones and twos. <laughs> In, I mean, in just hours. We would First play to 200. For, for hours, Adam. We would be so yep. sweaty. And I, I loved every second of it. I loved it. It was the best. It sounds yeah. like Maddox right now. I mean, we have a hoop down in the basement. All he wants to do is play one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Dude, Nerf hoops and doors were so fun back in the day. Me and my buddies would do three-point contests in the living room. My dad would get so pissed if, like, one of us would drive the lane and the other one would just body him into the door. That's <laughs> That's when, like... He would yell from upstairs. My dad built our house from like himself. So like I'm sure nothing pissed him off more. It probably meant a little more to I built this house and you two are gonna break a door. Like and then we'd be like, God, you got it. You can't go Charles Oakley on me. (laughs) Like we gotta not be so loud into the door. And we we cut some felt and like taped it onto the back of the hoop. So at least when we bricked it, it wouldn't bang against the door so loudly. 
And we'd also try to play a lot when my dad wasn't home because nothing set him off more than hearing kids bang into a door in the basement. Yeah. Every now and then I'll be walking across my kitchen or my living room and I'll just like start almost like freaking out and have to calm myself down because I have the urge to just want to go out and spear someone in a football game. <laughs> and I have to like I have to like Lattimore myself, like scream or go outside and do a jumping jack or something to, to get I, it out of my system. <laughs> I, I have like a little psycho moment. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was fun. I'm sorry if we annoyed you with our remember when talk. That's just how it goes on this nostalgia-packed uh, 90s podcast. So uh, I hope you'll tell your friends about the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. Share it with family, with everyone you know, Spotify, Apple, iHeart. You can find it there. Um, also, don't forget to check out the Iowa Everywhere podcast network. Uh, I do a podcast on there with Jordan Bohannon. Talk some Iowa sports, some fun pop culture. I shared a doozy of a story today. If you guys have not listened, a doozy of a story. I challenged all the listeners. Um, if we, if I can get a certain amount of social media following, I will share a video with them of me dancing in a tutu to the Nutcracker. Yes, holy cow! Yikes! It's, it's now we're talking. It was a, it's a heck it's a heck of a story. Um, so check out that podcast. Uh, it's a good time. Love it. Um, until next time, just stay fresh. Place play on your Nerf hoop, and don't forget to roll up a sock and see if you can make a three from the corner of the living room. Worth Let's do it. it. Worth All it. Right. Yeah. Hut hut.